This is Joe Basso from Music Radar, and I'm with Caleb Followill from Kings of Leon. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very good, man. You guys are obviously a family band, a band of brothers and a cousin. Does that make it harder, in a way, to be a band? Are your arguments more intense? Um, probably. I don't, but I, you know, I've never been in another band, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but you know, any any time you have a sibling fight, you know, it usually cuts a little deeper than most. And uh, if you add the egos of being in a band to that, you know, it's probably obviously going to get a little hairy at times. But you know, we we we're pretty blessed to be where we are in, in this situation, and. And things are getting a lot more comfortable for us now, so sure. we definitely are appreciative of what we have, and we're not going to mess that up by, you know, pulling punches. I asked Matthew this. If a band member quit, do you think that would be the end of the band? Depends if it was me or not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, it may be. It, you know, I would obviously continue making music, and I'm sure everyone else would, too. But yeah, it would be kind of weird, you know, to be up there on stage with with a different person, and uh, I don't know. There, I, I just think it would be hard for us to have the uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for here, but chemistry. Yeah, yeah, chemistry. You know, it's something about being on stage with with your blood. I mean, you know, that's something special, and and not many bands have that chance to do, um, and the ones that do usually end up doing something pretty good or unique or you know when you guys are not on tour what kind of routine does the band have as far as writing rehearsing demoing how do you go about the everyday creative aspects of being in a band um well you know when we do get home occasionally i usually take a couple of days of, of just clearing my head and not you know not getting into music um but literally after about two days, I'm I'm ready to pick up a guitar and, and do something. So I'll usually mess around with songs and and uh, get an idea together before before we all get together. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, it's not four people fumbling around at the same time, you know. But yeah, you know, we we work really hard, and a lot of times, obviously, we don't. We don't want to get together and rehearse and whatnot because we work nonstop and you right. don't really feel like you need it. But I, I find that it's important for us to do that because usually when we do that, when we get back together and we've kind of, you know, been in the girlfriend land and, <laughs> and dealing with everyone else's problems and stuff like that, you know, usually it we get inspired by it. So as soon as we put our instruments on, something a new idea or something will usually pop up. How do you go about the everyday process of songwriting? I mean, do you sit around, sit on the couch, play guitar? Well, it just depends. I mean, really, some songs it's just I'll I'll sit there for a few days and, and mess around and get, get a song together and show it to the guys. And other times, you know, like I say, we songs are, are just kind of pop up at, at weird moments but I always make sure that I don't write any lyrics until I yeah, get yeah. to go home for a little while and almost 
do a recap of what's been going on in my life and, and try to figure some stuff out and put it into song. Matthew was saying that you are a big fan of Garage Band. Yeah, well, actually, the Jared and Matt, they were into that stuff for quite a while. And on the last album, I had our sound guy come out to the farm because I'm, I'm not savvy when it comes to most things. I'm pretty old-fashioned. Um, but he just pretty much showed me like the easiest way open my computer do a little something and it was good for me to once I had a song idea then I could go around and mess around with different things and think you know maybe Matt could do this or Jared could do that but usually when we get together all I have to do is just play them my idea and obviously they're they're much better at their instruments than I am so they end up doing something much better than what I have You've pretty much stuck with your Gibson ES-325 for many years. Mm-hmm. Now, this came from Angelo, right? Your uh, co-producer. Yeah. yeah, he found it He found it on eBay for me. What do you like so much about it? I don't know. The guitar was just made for me. It's crazy because, you know, we'll have... Now that we're playing these big places, yeah. at times I'll have issues with sound and, and the venue size and and so I it always comes back to you know me kind of scratching my head and going well maybe if I try this different or do that and I'll put on a, a guitar a new guitar and it it sounds great and full and rich but as soon as I play one of our songs with it it's like that's that doesn't sound like Kings of Leon and to me that guitar sounds like Kings of Leon and, and that just has the stories in it it has everything and I mean when I got it it was mint condition and now it it has a hole in it I saw it today yeah it's pretty getting a little beat up yeah I know it's kind of worries me a little bit but um, I've you know throughout the process I've got a couple of backup guitars that you know God forbid if something ever happened I'm you know slowly but surely trying to get to where I can recreate that sound speaking of sound the band's sound has evolved since your debut album. Do you see a return to getting you know, more towards some grittier rock and roll, or are you going to sort of follow the direction that you're on now, which is very kind of expansive in right, sound? Right, right. Um, well, you know, we, we always try to, to do something different, and the songs that we're writing right now, to me, they all sound different from what anything that we've done before um, and a lot of them are fast and and rocking and and there's some slide guitar and oh, there's yeah. some uh, yeah. there's just some grungier sounding and I don't know we've got we have this one song that um I switch my pickup and I roll out all the uh, treble and then I play it um, I'm just kind of playing a little beat on it and then like right when it comes to the chorus, I hit a pog, mm-hmm. that, that yeah, organ yeah. sound, yeah. and man, it just goes like it's it's such a huge sounding song. But yeah, you know, we, we, it, for me, the hard part right now is trying to get all these songs to to make sense as a whole, you know, as a one piece of work because I have a country song that one of the prettier country songs I've I've ever written. One of the prettier country songs I've ever heard, actually. Um, it's really sad. And then, you know, 
then we have songs that might sound like Radiohead or might, you know, as far as like that modern feel to it. It's interesting you say that because you and Nathan were a country duo before Kings of Leon. Could you ever see doing a traditional straight country record? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I think I will before I die. I don't know if I'll ever get Kings of Leon to do it with me. <laughs> um, Nathan will play the drums on it and do the background vocals, but I don't think that, you know, Jared and Matt have that same love for country music that I have. And maybe that's because they don't have the same love for whiskey and, you know, oh, yeah. problems like I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys have worked pretty steadily. Do you foresee any kind of extended break? Yeah, well, I mean, it's so tough because obviously we, when you're tired, that's the one thing you're thinking of, you know. We've earned a break at this point. Um, and obviously our family and... And our women, you know, they want us to take a break. They they can't handle this life. Sure. But yeah. but I will say, man, it's we're on the verge of going down in history as our generation, one of our generation's great bands. So, you know, for us, if I was to take three months off, that would be a long break. What does that feel like to you? As you said, there's bands that go down as the truly great bands. And it feels at this time that this could be happening for you guys. Is that a weight on your shoulders? Is it a point of just <clears throat> celebratory pride? Is it a mixture of both? I don't think anyone could ever put weight on our shoulders um, like we do. You know, When we wake up every day and whenever we walk into the venue, I mean, every concert, our goal is to make it better than the one before. Um, and every album, our goal is to do the same. And... And so, you know, when you put that pressure on you, on top of being surrounded by your family, which, you know, it's all all complete honesty at all times. So, I mean, it's not like we could, I don't know, it's not like I could write a song and, and it'd be a bad song and everyone not tell me that, you know. How do you feel on your instrument, on the guitar? Are you able to play pretty much whatever comes into your head? Yeah, a, a version of it, mm -hmm. pretty much. But you know, a lot of a lot of the best things that I come up with are I just happen to find it, you know. And I mean, I have friends that that are classically trained and took lessons and whatnot, and they'll come to me and be like, "What is that chord you're playing?" And I'm like, "I have no idea what it is. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it is. I just know when my fingers found it, it, it sounded good to my ears, and so I, you know, I built a song around it." Where do you draw your inspiration from? Do you read a lot of books? Do you watch movies? Don't I don't I don't read a lot on the road. I'm always afraid that I'll, I'll get fumbled up in in my lyrics when I'm on stage. Um, How so? I don't know. I I really dive into whatever it is that I'm doing. So if I'm reading a book and I see something that's like, wow, that's beautiful. You know? Yeah. Um, I'd, it it probably would never happen, but I'm just afraid that it would. I would either A, say it in one of our songs, or another reason, I'm afraid that when I'm writing a song, that I'll write something that I've read and not realize it. Do you find lyric writing easy? Is it cathartic and painful? Is it just kind of like this rush of consciousness? How does it come to you? I, w I wouldn't say I find it easy. I mean, I usually rewrite songs ten times. Um, just because it's never good enough to me. 
it, there's usually it's usually when I have a good buzz going, um, <laughs> and something will just come in my head, or I'll accidentally say something, um, and it's like, wow, that you know, that has a double meaning, or that's you know, that's something that if I if I say that, people are going to assume I'm saying one thing, but if they check the spelling, you know, there's so many words in the English uh, language that have double meaning mm-hmm. and two and three different spellings and. And so that's what I do. I mean, if you if you went through my bag, you'll find little notes everywhere, or bar napkins oh, yeah, or sure. whatever. Just it'll be just one little line or this or that. Um, and some of you know, a lot of times it's quite funny. A lot of times, you know, when I'm in the moment, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And then when I sober up, it's like, wow, that's not <laughs> even isn't even good. In particular, uh, one of the songs on the new album, "Use Somebody," is pretty raw emotionally mm-hmm. where were you at that moment well that um the hook of the song when I when I say you know I could use somebody someone like you we were actually on the road during a sound check and we had had you know it was a long tour and we had been I think we had gotten to a scuffle and it was just one of those things where I was on stage for a sound check and all the other guys, you know, it was kind of one of those moments when we aren't really looking at each mm-hmm. other because we don't, you know, we're tired of each other. And I started playing that melody. And if you listen to the melody, what I'm playing, the boom, 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 it's, I'm pretty sure it is, love lift us up where we belong. <laughs> um, and I think that's what I was playing, just goofing off. Um, but I, then, never, I never got that. <laughs> I never I never heard that. But when I said, you know, I could use somebody... As soon as I said I could use somebody, I could feel all the other guys just kind of look up and think, wow, you know, it's, I think it's kind of a universal thing. I think we all have times when we we could use a little help. Um, but, yeah, then when I, I got home and, and I wrote those lyrics and they came pretty easily, um, I think it was about two bottles of wine and I had it written. <laughs> Are you guys maturing a bit on the road it's no secret you guys like to enjoy yourselves uh yeah well i mean i think that yeah to answer your question yes we are maturing um you know we still have fun you can't you can't live this life this life of constant travel and being away from home you can't live this life in a hotel room cooped up you know for me i think all my inspiration comes from the you know the the party and the and the coming down and the you know but yeah you know at this point you know we see we see what what's ahead of us and it's like we don't want to we don't want to mess it up so we try to take it a little easier than we used to yeah um but i mean you know it i don't know i'm saying this today who knows what i'll be saying tomorrow you guys are traveling in some pretty high circles these days and Famous people are telling you that you're the greatest and you're going to be the next biggest band in the world. I mean, you take it all seriously. What's it all mean to you? Obviously, when you have Bob Dylan give you a compliment, it's like, no, that's cool. Oh my God, Bob Dylan. You that's know, not or, bad. Or Eddie Vedder or anything like that. You know, any of my heroes. But at the end of the day, like I said before, I'm putting more pressure on myself than anyone else could. You know. And we're ne- we're never satisfied, you know. And that's not, I'm not saying 
I want to be playing the Enormo Dome or whatever, you know, <laughs> bullshit. But I'm saying, you know, musically, I, I still think we're just, we've just scratched the surface of, of things that we can do yeah. and things that we will do, hopefully. We're, we're knocking on wood here. This is Joe Basso with Music Radar. I've been speaking with Caleb Followell from Kings of Leon. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure.